You're listening to She Said What with your host, Alyssa Harper. Hey, sexy people. Welcome back to She Said What. If you have not listened to the podcast before, then oh my God, welcome. Welcome, welcome. This place is for you. You are welcome, whoever you are. We love to have you here. And if you have listened before, then welcome back, bitch. Nice to have you. Nice to see you again. So if you haven't listened, I just want to quickly say my name is Alyssa. I am a Canadian, but I live in Sydney, Australia. I have a very complicated story, so you're not going to understand, but it's all going to be okay. We're going to figure it out, okay? Um... My main gig is TikTok. We love the TikTok. I just hit 300,000 followers last week, and that was a big vibe for me. So that's what I do. I've got the podcast. We do some Instagram, and I'm also a Pilates instructor. I like to do lots of things to keep my brain extremely active. All right, that's me. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about decision making, and I've made some pretty big decisions in my time, I will say. I moved to Australia from Canada, like I said in my intro. And um, I've made some pretty big decisions when it comes to my relationships. I got married at one point. That actually did happen. And I also completely left a religion that I grew up in. And I've just made a lot of big decisions. And so I feel like that's my qualifications on talking about this. And also, I'm a pretty highly anxious person. And so I've struggled a lot honestly more with like the day-to-day decision making. Like it's the what do I get on a menu at a restaurant? It's the do I clean my room first or do I clean the living room first? Like it's the teeny tiny things. It's the can I make it from this room to the next room while holding all these things or should I do two trips and then like fumbling around and taking like double the amount of time I would have taken if I had done either decision and actually just made a decision. Do you know what I mean? That's me. And so I've been able to figure out what works at least for me to make decisions in a way that feels confident and I can actually move forward in a way where I feel good about the decision that I've made. So that's what I'm gonna be sharing with you today five tips on how to make confident decisions. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, What is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Quick little weekly update. So last week, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to be honest, all right? Um, I had a really shitty week because I had a yeast infection. First of all, you know what? Okay, this podcast is all about things that are TMI and we just tell the truth. So if you don't like hearing A, honesty, and B, you don't like hearing about vaginas, then this isn't the podcast for you. All right. <laughs> um, anyways, I was not having a good time. Yeast infections are just the worst because like, I actually haven't had one in ages. I think I had one um, about like maybe, mm, how long ago? Maybe about two years ago. And it was in New York and I was like on this trip and I took a pill and it went away within like a day. And I didn't even know if it was a yeast infection. I just thought in case it is, I'm going to take this pill preemptively because I'm on vacation and I definitely cannot be dealing with this right now. Anyways, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. it did not go away within one day. Mm -mm. Little did I know. I thought it was going to be quick. No, no. And first of all, I think I have regrets because I didn't do the pill. Someone told me I should have done the pill. Instead, I did the like the what's it called the cream application oh my god if you haven't done this before you are lucky this is the most cursed situation so picture one of those like plastic 
tampons, right? Like the tampon inserter thing. Picture one of those, but you have to fill it with a bunch of cream and then you just have to like shoot that cream up your post. Like it is cooked. It's cooked. It's so weird. I absolutely hated it for me. Weird vibes. And yeah, really uncomfortable. Like very itchy vibes <laughs> all of last week and also painful, like actually super painful. I had to like, cancel plans and like couldn't work. Like it was actually bullshit. So anyways, let's not get any yeast infections. And you know, it's actually interesting. The reason I think I got it is because remember how last week I told you I quit vaping. We love that. I'm still vape free. Woo, 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 woo. Haven't quit. Haven't, I mean, haven't quit quitting. Thank God. And um, I'm actually doing great on that. I think the problem though is that I was eating a lot of sweets and I was eating a lot of like icy pops, like, like freezies, you know? I was eating a lot of that stuff because it was giving me something to do with my mouth because usually you have like a bit of an oral fixation when you vape or when you smoke. And it's something that you don't realize until you don't have that thing anymore. And then you're suddenly eating all the time and whatever. Anyways, I was like, it's fine. It's just like freezies. It's, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about my weight. You know, it's just whatever. I should have cared about my health. I, I always do this where I'm like, oh, I don't care how I look. I can eat whatever I want. And then I realize that you need to eat food that actually actually like nourishes your body lol anyways I was not happy (laughs) I was not happy last week was a bad week so that's basically like I've I'm dead ass like I've just been sitting at home I've done very little I've had like maybe two days where I was like social and saw someone but other than that I've just been chilling so sad but that's okay that's okay um anything good that happened this week let's think there's always something isn't there Yes, of course. This week I went to Bondi Beach with two of my friends that I don't get to hang out with enough. Blue, who I've actually interviewed before on the podcast. Um, They're amazing. And my friend Jade as well. So we all went to the beach and had a really nice time and had some drinks and had a good time. So that was a good time and I was happy that that happened. And it's been really nice recently because my schedule's opened up quite a bit. I'm only teaching Pilates two days now and so it's just given me a lot more uh, free time and giving me more time to do content and, you know, like I said, TikToks and podcast stuff and everything. So it's been nice to have a bit more time, a bit more freedom in my life. Um, And it's cool. It feels like I'm, you know, working towards the things I want to be doing. And so that's really exciting for me. But let's get into today's topic. So it was really interesting that somebody actually requested that I would talk about this. And she literally said, like, whether, you know, it's job related or relationships or what to order at a restaurant or what to buy at the store or what color to paint your house, she was basically asking, can you give us advice on making decisions, whether they're big or small, because indecisiveness is really taking a toll on me. And I was like, wow, like this is such a good topic. This is so good. And this is why I always encourage you guys to tell me what's going on in your life. Tell me what your struggle is. Tell me what you would like me to speak on, because you might think it's like niche or very specific to you. Um, And if it is, there are always ways that I can make it a wider thing that other people can get things out of, but it's going to be, you know, something that I'm literally creating for you. Um, But I can also like see this from my perspective. And I think a lot of people or a lot of you guys don't see this is that your problems that you go through are often the problems of so many other people. And you often think like, oh, I'm the only one that feels like I don't have any friends or I'm the only one that is struggling with 
addiction or I'm the only one that has this thing going on. And a lot of the time, it's not just you, okay? And I I should say it's never just you. Um, It really is a collective experience for so many of us to be dealing with all these little things and feeling like we are alone in it. So please feel free to share with me. Please feel free to reach out to me. I answer all of my DMs eventually. (laughs) Sometimes it takes me a little bit, but I do answer all of my DMs and I'm always talking to you guys. So thank you for staying in touch with me and, you know, having a little chit chat with me. And remember that is on Instagram, not on TikTok, because unfortunately you can't message me on TikTok because TikTok is just weird, but you can on Instagram and it's Alyssa Taylor Harper, all linked below, whatever, go find me if you want to. (laughs) Let's get into the points of today. So first of all, Why do we want to work on this indecisiveness and struggling to make decisions? Maybe right now you have a big choice that you need to make. I hope you do because honestly, I think these points are really going to help you and There's nothing like being stuck on something and then one thing standing out in a conversation with somebody or an episode like a podcast or a piece of content or something where it really genuinely does help you. And so if you have something that you're trying to make a decision on right now, obviously, let's keep that in the front of your brain. And the reason we would want to work on this generally is because short term indecisiveness can cause stress. It can cause anxiety. It can cause a feeling of being drained or defeated. This is a really common feeling that people can have when you're sitting there and you're going, oh, should I do this or should I do this? Oh, do I want to go out tonight? Oh, if you're constantly in that space of like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? That can be really stressful and it can make your brain feel really busy and really tired. And that's something that we want to avoid. And then obviously long-term as well, when you put off decision-making, you know, when you don't do things because you're like, oh, I'll do it later. It'll happen one day. First of all, it can put you behind just when it comes to your timeline and what you want to do. Um, and I really think as well that it can stop you from doing things wholeheartedly. Like sometimes you'll get a really good idea or you'll be feeling really inspired or an opportunity will come up, right? There's this thing in front of you that you could possibly do. And because, you know, you're stuck on the decision, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, should I take the job? Oh, is it the right time of my life? Is it too soon? you know, am I really ready for this? You ask yourself all these questions, you work yourself up, you don't do the thing. And it stops you from either doing the thing and it puts you behind or you do the thing, but it stops you from doing it wholeheartedly. And it stops you from wanting to be there and be really present. Because even when you're there and you've made that choice and you're doing that thing, you're going, was this the right choice? Oh, I don't know. Did I like my old job better? Oh, you know, should I have broken up with them? Maybe they weren't that bad. They were that bad. They were. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you related that with that, (laughs) break up with your boyfriend. Okay? Break up. Just kidding. You don't have to break up with them. But usually if there's a question mark, it's break up. Moving forward. We're going to start with point number one. Point number one may seem unrelated to you at first, but it is have a routine. Making confident decisions, getting better at decision making is going to start with what your foundation is. Your foundation needs to be a routine of some sort, especially depending on what your life looks like. So say you have like a nine to five job. That's already a pretty solid like routine. You know what you're doing five days a week for like eight hours. That's pretty solid. You know what I mean? Or if you have like another job, but it's certain hours and it's like maybe you get your your schedule at the start of the week, like you work in hospitality or something like that. And you get your schedule at the start of the week. You know where you have to be from this time to this time on like multiple days. Okay, you know, that's it's okay if the routine changes or if the that's, I mean, it's technically not, not a routine, but it's okay if the schedule changes. But if you like kind of know what's going on in your life, 
amazing. Love that for you. Why do we want to have a routine? Because decision fatigue. If you haven't haven't heard of decision fatigue, this is something that was coined by social psychologist Roy F. Baumeister. Mm, I don't know if that's how you say it. Decision fatigue is the emotional and mental strain resulting from a burden of choices. This often leads to risky decision-making or decision avoidance, exactly what I was talking about earlier. It can either lead to you jumping into it really quickly, maybe not thinking about it, just going for it, just, oh, okay, let's just do it. Or you don't make the decision, you put it off, you go, oh, we'll figure it out later. Maybe tomorrow. And then mm -mm 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 -mm, you don't make that choice ever, ever. We don't want that. Now, I have seen decision fatigue in my life very strongly because, like I said to you guys in my uh, weekly update, I have so much openness in my schedule now, which is amazing. It's not that I don't have things that I need to get done because I do have lots of things I need to get done. Um, you know, my, my full-time job is being a content creator and there are plenty of things that I can be doing all of the time to be working forward and literally creating content <laughs> and editing and planning stuff and doing emails and reaching out to, you know, different people and brands and people I want to interview and all of these things, you know, I have a bunch of things that I have to do. Um, and then also of course, just taking care of my mental health and then making sure that I'm taking breaks and I'm not working all day every day because I have a habit of doing that. <laughs> um, and I have realized that if I don't plan what I'm going to work on that day, you know, if I don't plan what I'm going to work on throughout the week, then I either don't get anything done or I just work consistently and I kind of like still don't get anything done because I'm not taking breaks. I'm not scheduling well. I'm not figuring out um, what actually needs to be done. You know, the priorities aren't being hit. So it's like the big projects I need to get done, maybe the paid projects that I actually need to do so I have an income and I can pay my rent um, aren't getting done. But then like my random Instagram stories or random reels about random shit, I don't know. I'm just like doing because I'm like, hee hee, this is fun. <laughs> and then I get to the end of the week and I'm like, fuck. I have a lot to do still. And so having a routine, having a schedule, knowing what's going on, having decisions that have been made already preemptively is going to help you get rid of <laughs> the, the decision fatigue or being in a situation where you're feeling decision fatigue. And of course, even if that's not you where you have all this free time, because this is a very specific thing, unless you like own your own business or work from home or whatever, then, you know, you actually go to a job like most people would. There are still a lot of decisions that you have to make every single day. So when you wake up, if you don't have a morning routine, for example, you're trying to figure out, you know, am I going to brush my teeth first or am I going to brush my hair first? Am I going to go eat breakfast first or am I going to sit down and do my makeup first? And if you don't have some sort of routine that just flows naturally without you having to use that brain power, then those are little moments where you are taking up how much energy you have for the whole day when it comes to making decisions. And it can very much happen for anybody who has a schedule that's technically packed tight, but they still have things that haven't been decided on or it can affect people differently. So even if you have um, quite a few decisions being made already for you, like your schedule or you know your general work or where you need to be, I guess, 
you can still have things that can stress you out specifically. Like if you really struggle to pick out an outfit in the morning because you're not a morning person. If that's not chosen, even though you know where you're going to be for eight hours, that could be a decision that's difficult for you to make. And so that can cause you decision fatigue, even though it's just one choice, it's a hard choice. And that's going to be different for everybody. So that's kind of something where you need to know yourself and you need to kind of step back and think like, hmm, what's something that does hold me back in a way day to day? Like what is something that I could do to fill in that gap? So for me, I used to feel like this in high school all the time. So I started making my outfit like the night before. So I'd go to sleep being like, ooh, I'm going to feel confident tomorrow knowing I'm going to be wearing this thing. And then I get up in the morning and I already know, okay, I always get up. I go to the washroom. I wash my face. I come into my bedroom. I have my little like coat on my little house coat. I do my makeup. Then I take off my house coat and then I do put on my outfit that I already have prepared for me. Then I go upstairs. Then I prepare my breakfast and then I leave the house with my breakfast and my coffee. You know, like that was like my little routine and having a routine is really, really helpful. And I've actually talked about this in last week's episode as well for things you should do in 2023 to be hot and sexy and happy. (laughs) That's not the title, but that's it's the vibe. It's definitely the vibe. Um, it's definitely going to help you. It's definitely, definitely, definitely going to help you. All right. Number two, visualize yourself in each scenario. This one I really like, and I actually have another episode all about visualization in like a manifesting way, but this is a little bit different. This is more so picture yourself in the different versions of what you might end up doing. So if you're trying to figure out if you're going to quit your job and go to a different job, picture you in like six months from now still working at your current job. Does that make you want to puke in your mouth? Okay, well, picture you in six months at some other job. If you go, well, I don't know what to picture. I don't know what it's going to be like. Okay, well, just try. Okay, think, think about that place. If you know what the place looks like, picture yourself there picture if you have any other past experience that you could relate it to like a different type of work scenario or a different type of people that you've been around things like that try to picture it and sit here and go okay what how can I toss up these two things if the options are either doing something that you don't want to do like you know you don't like so your current job you know you wouldn't be looking for a new job if you loved your current job so you don't like your job in six months from now, you're still going to be at that job, probably hating it even more, unless you can somehow change that current job situation. The option is probably going to be to go try a different job. That's not to say that it's going to be a million times better, but it might have to be the right choice for you. Now, once you visualize yourself in it, Again, this isn't my only tip. This is just a part of it. This is a part of it. But I do want you to do this because I think people kind of forget to do this. And to me, this is something that I've always kind of done for myself. But there are times where we'll kind of forget to do it. And even last night, this is so funny. I actually did this last night. I was sat on the couch. I was like PMSing a bit in this last week. It was just not a good week. Okay, let me just tell you. And I was PMSing and I was just not feeling the best. And I was like, I need to eat. What am I going to eat? And Sam, my partner, he was like, we were sitting on the couch and he was like, why don't we'll just order Uber Eats. We don't have to cook. And I'm like, okay, okay, what are we going to get? So then we're on Uber Eats and um, he's extremely indecisive. He's always been like this and it's fine because I help him. Um, But he really, really does struggle with this. He should listen to today's podcast. Um, And we were trying to figure it out and we're like, Thai, okay, what should we get? And then we're going through the Thai menu. Okay, now what do we get at Thai? What should we get at this Thai place? And then I'm sitting there going, do I want pad Thai? Do I want these noodles? Do I want this? Do I want that? And then 
he literally goes like, okay, honey, like, I feel like you're not in the best mood to get something that you might not like. So that was such a good little tip from him saying like, consider, and this is going to be a point coming up soon, (laughs) very soon, where he said, you know, consider your emotions, consider where you're at right now. He was realizing you're not in the best mood right now. So I could only imagine if you got food that you don't like, you're going to be fucking pissed. So maybe get something like pad thai, (laughs) something a bit basic, something that you know that you're going to like, maybe something you've gotten before. And I went, okay, 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 give me a second. I sat there on the couch, I closed my eyes, and I literally was just like, Okay, picturing myself eating pad thai. I was like, I literally, (laughs) I'm doing it right now. You can't see me. But I was literally doing it as if I was like holding the bowl. (laughs) I'm so dramatic. And like, I'm like eating the pad thai. I was like, "Mm." okay, okay, okay. And then I like moved on to if I had the second version, I was like, "Mm." yeah, right. I took a deep breath. (sighs) Okay, all right. And then I made my decision. And like, it was so funny. But these are the things. It sounds dramatic. It sounds like, oh, who's actually going to do this in that moment? Who's going to sit there and actually visualize it? Who's actually going to sit there and oh, be aware of your emotions and do all these very serious things for very small decisions? But they're not serious things. They're genuinely these like little tools that you can just pick up and start to use very quickly in regular moments. And it can stop you from getting so worked up and so anxious and so stressed. And it can really solve the this situation really quickly. Okay. So that's number two, visualize yourself. And another part to this, I would say is picture, how do you feel in either scenario? Like really sit there and go, okay, in six months from now, when I'm at that job, am I still depressed? Or is there something that I can do right now in my current workplace to potentially not hate this job right now? Is there nothing I can do? Okay. In six months, am I going to be super upset if I'm still here? If the answer is yes to that, then you might have to go for that other opportunity. Do you know what I mean? You kind of want to really work through it. Picture yourself in those scenarios. Go, how does that make me feel? Okay, you're like your little counselor. You're literally like your internal counselor. You're like your personal counselor. How does that make you feel? Really reflect on it. And then from there, you can start to make those choices and really, you know, get into it rather than going, oh, this stresses me out. I don't know what I think about this. Is, am I going to make the wrong decision? What happens if I make the wrong decision? And so many people jump to that before you even start to think about what your options are. People jump to, what if I make the wrong decision so quickly that they then put it off, put it off, put it off. And then we all just spiral from there. All right. Number three is, as I mentioned, be aware of your emotions. And I would say a big thing with this is don't make decisions when emotions are high, all right? Should I break up with my boyfriend? We're going to go back into it. Mm, Maybe, but do not make that decision with him in the room, okay? That's like the worst thing ever. Of course, you're going to be like, no, I love him. Look at him. He's so hot. The dick's so good. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Okay, enough. (laughs) Don't make the decision with him in the room. You can't do that, you know? You can't, it's gonna be a lot harder, I should say, to set boundaries with anybody if they're sat beside you, you know? A lot of the time, if you know you need to put your foot down or you need to be that person that you aren't normally where you have to just, you know, say what you need to say and get it out of the way even though you hate conflict or whatever, you need to kind of, you know, make those decisions outside of the situation in your own space, in your private space. And this is going to be, of course, for bigger decisions, right? This isn't, this isn't the menu one. This is, um, this is a bigger decision. You need to be in your own private space. I would say sober. 
I'm going to say as well, specifically, please be sober, in a state of mind where you feel like you're going to make a good choice for yourself, like maybe not really late at night would be a good thing. Maybe not within the first little bit after you wake up, unless you are someone who wakes up in the best mood in the world, because I know I sure as hell am not, but there you go. If you are, I'll fucking love that for you. If you can bottle that up and send it to me, I'll take some. But yes, let's be aware of our emotions. Definitely don't make any decisions when you are angry. And don't make any decisions when you are feeling defeated. Like don't, in a state when you are feeling down or disappointed at yourself, don't make any choices on what you should do because you will often make choices here that are not risky enough. Like you'll make choices where you are not thinking that you are good enough to do X, Y, Z. It's like, well, fuck, I, you know, I hate this. I hate this about me. I'm never going to be blah, 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 blah. I'm just going to stay doing this thing. I'm going to stay with this person because who else is going to want to be with me, right? Or I'm just going to stay in this job because what if I don't get that other job? Or, you know, what if I suck at this new job? Or what if it's too scary? Or what if I'm no good at it? Or, you know, and you kind of put yourself into a box that you really don't belong in. And so I would say, make sure that you are feeling, feeling positive, you're feeling open, you're feeling happy. And I would say for those who menstruate, make decisions over a period of time, if you can, because you will feel different about these decisions in the different phases of your menstrual cycle. And I know I talk about cycle syncing in like every episode, but I tell, I'm telling you guys, it changed my life. When I started cycle syncing, it made me realize that it made so much sense for me and I wasn't crazy. And I think differently week to week because that's how our bodies work. That's how your hormones work. And so for example, when you're ovulating, you might feel more outgoing. You might feel more like, oh yeah, I want to do this. I want to do this. You also might feel more likely to want to stay with your boyfriend because your body wants babies and your eggs are screaming and <laughs> they're like, let's get it. Let's, let's keep them. Okay. I need that energy. I need that male around me. I need that testosterone. I need that, you know? And then before your period, when your body's going, you know, we don't need to have sex. You absolutely can, but you know, it's probably, you're probably not going to want it as much. Maybe you want to be a little bit more secluded on your own, a bit more, you know, in the dark, in your cave, goodbye boyfriend. And you kind of want to scream at him a little bit, you know, those vibes. Then you might be more likely to want to break up with him. And the thing is you need to be with someone that you like in every single phase of your cycle. All right, let me say that one more time. You need to be with somebody that you can tolerate <laughs> in every phase of your cycle. And so if you can make these decisions over time and check in with yourself throughout the month, because that's a really interesting way to make decisions. And it gives you a really balanced idea of how you might actually feel after you've made that choice as you go through multiple months after making that choice. All right. Number four is to stop asking other people their opinions all the time. I used to do this so much. And this is why I pointed out because I think I used to think I was like outsourcing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I used to think that I was like so smart and like, oh, you know, this person's so wise. So I'm going to trust them to make this decision for me or, oh, they have experience with this thing. Here's the thing. 
Um, just because someone has experience with something doesn't mean that they're going to give you good advice on what's going to be good for you. First of all, they have a completely different set of values. They have a completely different view of the world and why they would make the choices they would make. They have a whole different history than you. Secondly, People have different types of personalities, different needs, different um, reasons to want to be in maybe a job that's more hands-on or less hands-on or more active or less active. Like they will just give you advice as if it were them and you are not them. (laughs) And I would say the other thing is, well, I guess three is they might tell you to do something because it's serving them. And they might not mean to do this, but it is really common. Like for example, when I moved to Australia, I actually had pretty good luck with this, but I I didn't ask anyone their opinion on if I should move. But if I were to ask people, oh, should I move, you know, to Australia? I could imagine that a lot of people would say, no, (laughs) or, oh, that seems a bit crazy, or, oh, you're only 18, does that seem like a big jump, you know, moving out of your parents' house right across the world? Um, I could imagine that people would think I was a bit crazy, and I have made multiple decisions like that in my life where I have literally been like, people probably think I'm crazy, but... I just would always know that it was what I was meant to do. I would always sit there. I went through all the options in my brain. You know, I visualized. I was like, you know, what does this feel like? Does this feel right? Am I trusting my gut? And at the end of the day, I would know what I needed to do. And maybe it would be a decision like, of course, something like moving to Australia isn't a one-day decision. That was something that I would have made over multiple months or I would have, you know, had in the back of my mind and then kind of worked towards, did a bit of research, you know, worked towards it slowly. Um, But I will just say that be aware of who you're asking advice from. Um, You can absolutely ask people advice. I think that we should all be in communities that we feel we can trust and we are loved by and we're supported by. I think you should definitely um, be supported by people and not like work as this lone wolf. I really think we need community. But I don't think that when you are making choices that are really important and are really direct to just you and are going to affect really mostly you, that you should be going and making decisions 100% based off of one person's opinions. And a lot of people will have this where, you know, they've always been so close with their mom. They've always been so close with their dad. Or, you know, their best friend is the one who is usually making the decisions about where they're going to go and what they're going to do with their life. And accidentally, or maybe they don't even ask, it comes up in conversation about a choice that you should make or this person should make, and that friend will go and give their opinion and say, oh, well, you shouldn't do this because you're like this, you know? No, you're you're pretty introverted. You wouldn't want to do that. Or you're extroverted. That would be way too blah, blah, blah for you. And they say, you know, you are this. You are that. You wouldn't like this. You wouldn't like that. And I think that often people put us in boxes without meaning to. And I think it's just really important that we are always stepping out of these boxes and these layers and these titles we put on ourselves, like, you know, exactly what I just said, like, you know, I'm an introvert or I am smart or I am dumb or I am this or I am that. If you think, oh, you know, I'm smart. I'm not that fun, but I'm smart. 
you don't believe that about yourself. <laughs> Why would you believe that about yourself, you know? Or, you know, I'm I'm fine, but I'm a, I'm a little bit ditzy or I'm a little bit dumb, you know, because people told me that growing up or because my parents always said that or whatever. You need to pull those things off of you because that is very likely, and it's kind of like a bonus point for you, that is very likely affecting your decision-making. You're assuming I fit in this box, this is who I am, and therefore I should make these choices X, Y, Z, because if I did anything other than this, then it would be unlike me. You need to get out of pigeonholing yourself. You need to get out of saying that you are these things specifically. Otherwise, you are going to stay those things. And I sure as hell believe that there are things in that box that you put yourself in that you don't want to be. Things that are negative things, things that you think, oh, you know, that's just me. Wish it wasn't, but it's just me. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Try to pull those things off of you. And obviously, you know, there are some things that maybe are just a bit obvious to you that it's just who you are. You know, if your hair is brown, your hair is brown. Or, you know, if you are naturally artistic, if it's a good thing, let's obviously keep encouraging those things. Um, You know, and if it's an obvious thing, that's totally fine. But if it's something that people told you that might really just not be true about you, then let's work on detaching those labels from ourselves because that is not only going to help your decision making, but that's going to help your relationships it's going to make your relationships better because you're going to feel so much more confident in them you're going to feel more confident as an individual which is going to make you stand up for what you want and it's going to help you to move forward in relationships in a way that actually is going to be good for you long term and serve you and also serve the other person because you're honest and you're really being yourself and it's going to help you in the future it's going to just make you feel better day to day and it's going to of course help your decision making as I mentioned. So let's move on. Point five. This is the last point. This one's a bit of a long-winded one. Not long-winded, but I'm going to go through some questions here. So these are questions that I want you to ask yourself when you come to making a decision. Again, this is going to be probably bigger decisions, um, a little bit less about what to get on the menu, um, but this is probably what you're here for. Anyways, I think if you're trying to figure out what you're going to get for Uber Eats tonight and you're listening to this podcast to figure it out, then I would be, I'd actually be a bit worried. I'd be a bit worried for you on that one. Um, But first of all, does it align with my values? I want you to ask yourself that. If you don't know what your values are, that's really important. I would encourage you to take the time to think about what your values are. And you can do this in a quick way by just like going and doing a quiz online. I have an episode on this as well, actually. Let me find for you what it's called. So I call this episode Deconstructing Your Beliefs, and this was my story of how I actually left the church and I left the religion that I was a part of growing up, the Christian faith. And um, I basically talked about how I reestablished what my values were as a person. Um, And so, like I said, you can do that by doing like a little quiz online. You can also just look up like a whole bunch of values and go through. And I would encourage you to print it out rather than just like looking at a list because I feel like that's not going to give you the like tactile experience and that's not going to help you like legitimize that experience as much. Personally, that's what I would do. But printing it out circling anything that you feel like could be you, you know, something that you identify with or you would naturally think, oh yeah, that's me, that's me. Go through and then try to bring it all the way down to five terms and be like, okay, that's my values. For me, for example, one of my values is empathy. Hugely. I've always been extremely empathetic, almost to the point where I can like 
feel other people in the room. It sounds weird, sounds dumb, but like I'll be sitting across from someone and it's like, oh, when I say like, oh, my heart breaks for you. It's like, it literally does. <laughs> or like I can just, when someone's telling me a story, oh, and they're angry. Oh, I just get so angry for them too. And I'm like, oh, if you, it's so funny. I'm very reactive. If you ever talk to me in person, I'll be like, oh, no. Like I'm like, that's fucked. I can't believe that. Like I'm just, <laughs> I get really into it because I really feel for people. And so for me, that's a value of mine being empathetic and showing empathy to other people I guess I would say and um yeah it becomes a value because it's just a part of me so does it align with your values do you feel like that going forward is going to be something that when it comes to like your conscience you're like yes that was a good choice and I was thinking about future me in that situation and I was supporting me amazing great number two is what is my gut telling me and I've kind of like mentioned this a little bit today through today's episode Um, but I wanted to take some time to specifically talk about it because some people will say that their gut feeling is their intuition some people will say you know if you do follow say the Christian faith that you'll say that's the Holy Spirit um, you know speaking to you and however you want to categorize this I respect that like however you see it that it applies for you think about that version of what you think that inner thing is that may be talking to you and let's hone in on that for a second because that is so powerful. I I call it my intuition my intuition personally and I just feel like it is so 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 powerful. I feel like there's so many times that we know, we actually know what we should do, especially these big choices, these things that have been weighing on us. We actually know what we should do. Like we know that job is draining and we need to get out of it or we know we need to get rid of that friend who's just been bringing us down and it sucks because we think fuck oh I don't have any other friends or you know I don't have any friends like that or I really liked that this friend connected me to this and this and this person and I'm gonna lose all those friendships because of them but you know like you know sometimes that choice that you need to make but you don't want to make it you know the answer but you're sitting there and you're going well let's rationalize let's do this let's do this and unless you're making a choice where you're putting yourself in danger or you know, other people are aggressively being like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Like, trust me, trust me, trust me. And you really trust these people and you think that, you know, maybe they are right or, you know, you're still on the fence. If you know, you fucking know, you know. And that can be really hard. And so if you're at this point in the episode and you're going, fuck, I know. (laughs) I know the answer. I'm just, you know, hoping that I can find a way to like weasel out of it, then you got to be real with yourself. You've got to cut the BS. And this is so important. And I will tell you a quick story. When I was in high school, I dated a guy for three years. That's like literally almost my whole high school experience, this motherfucker. And you know what, to be fair, we did have a very decent relationship for most of it. And I do like very, I liked that person a lot. I love that person a lot. And, um, we got two years into our relationship and we needed to break up. We needed to break up. We fought all the time. Cats and dogs, like curse. Like we fought so much and we had a lot of great times as well, but there was just so much toxicity and it was so bad. And we we're pretty young too, you know, like 17 ish at that time. Um, yeah, like we just needed to break up. 
like so badly. And all of our friends were always so sick of hearing us fighting and getting in the middle of fights and all this bullshit. And everybody was like, you guys should break up. And it was hard because some people thought, you know, you guys were, we were great. Like my mom, like she was like, I love him. Like I love having him around, Ah." you know? So then I was like, oh, maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. And so like I would use every excuse like, oh, but my mom really likes him. Or, oh, you know, we have this whole history. Or I use all these excuses to stay with him, even though I knew, I knew we shouldn't be together. We shouldn't still be together. And I'm telling you, we got back together after that two-year mark. And it was, it's like one of the worst choices I've made. I, I don't look, I don't think about it anymore, ever. I don't worry about it. I don't, obviously, you know, it doesn't affect me anymore. But I do look back and go, God, I should have listened to my gut. I should have listened to my heart. I should have gone through with the feeling, the thing I knew I needed to do, but I didn't do because it was too hard for me emotionally to make that choice to not stay in that relationship. And it's crazy because like after, you know, I made that choice to stay with him, like things got worse. Like there's, you know, lots of tea I could spill, but it just was not good, not good at all. And I would just so encourage you, please listen to your gut. And sometimes a lot of people will be telling you to not make that choice. Like I said, or really important people in your life. Like some people will be saying to you like, oh no, but they're great. You guys are so fun together. You guys are so funny together. Or, um, you know, oh, but I thought you loved your job. I thought, you know, you always talk about, oh, you love this person. You love working with these people, whatever, whatever. People will, you know, try to be positive or whatever. But sometimes you know what you need to do for you. So please listen to you. Next, I would say, is this choice a wise choice? And I think wisdom is something that it's hard to like put your finger on and really figure out what wisdom is. I would say it's not about it being a smart choice. It's not about it being like a healthy choice necessarily. Sometimes it's about like wisdom. So so for example, the reason I'm saying it that way is like say going bungee jumping to some people might go, they might go, oh, that's not safe. I would never do that. You know, that's not wise. To me, I don't think wisdom is always the safest option. I think it's something that is going to give you something. It's something that's going to be fulfilling. It's something that is going to come from a place of like, you know, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to be thankful that I did this thing. To me, that's wisdom. Like when I think of wisdom, I think of like older people, you know, I think of experience. I think of people who just, you know, they're really connected to themselves. And so I think when it comes to wisdom, it does come back to that gut feeling. And it also comes back to like, is this going to make future me proud? And I guess I can just kind of add that in as another point here is like, is this a good choice for future me? And I try to do this as much as I can, actually. I'll, I'll prioritize doing at least one thing a day for future me. And you're going to do lots of things everything every single day for future you, but I just try to put an emphasis on it because it reminds me to do it. So like, for example, making my bed every morning is something that I've been doing for future me, you know? Um, cleaning the house like the night before so I wake up to a clean home. That's something I'm doing for future me. Getting my outfit ready for the next morning like I did that last night because I knew I had to wake up at 5 a.m. this morning to teach Pilates. I was like, okay, let's get everything down to like my my socks and my period undies like organized so that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not digging through my drawer at 5am like a crazy person when my I know my brain doesn't work very well. <laughs> when I first wake up, I'm going to be ready and I'm going to be prepared. So making choices for future you is it comes down to self respect. And it really shows you that you care about your life, you care about your choices, you care about 
fulfilling the things that you want in life and it just shows you, which I think this is really important, proving things to yourself, that you have the ability to be self-controlled, to be consistent, to be aware of the things you want and that you're actually going to be able to go after them. Just a few more questions here. Is this choice out of my comfort zone? And if so, that's a great thing. You do not grow in your comfort zone. And I have feel like I've proven this to myself time and time again. Like moving to Australia was not comfortable. The day I moved to Australia, I had a horrible anxiety attack, which I literally talked about on last week's episode. Like when I started teaching Pilates. I was extremely anxious. Like I was literally there the night before, up before bed at like 4 a.m. tossing and turning because I had to teach the next day for literally like 10 minutes out of a class of 50 minutes where the other instructor was going to teach the rest of it. And I was shitting bricks, guys. I, I was so scared. And you know what? I grew so much. All of those decisions where I've been so scared the next day. Oh, it's going to happen. Oh, am I going to be any good? Whatever, whatever. Who cares? Because you know what? You're going to get through it and then you're out of your comfort zone and you've just proved to yourself once again that you can do hard things and that is extremely powerful. So try to make decisions that are out of your comfort zone. And of course, that's still going to be, you know, something that's safe, something that's wise. You're going to take all of these lovely questions I've asked you (laughs) together all, you know, you're going to consider all of them. But try to get out of that comfort zone. I would say as well, would I encourage my best friend to make this choice? That's a big one. This year, 2023, we are all focusing on being a good best friend to ourselves, treating ourselves like we would a friend, you know? We're going to allow ourselves to have more breaks the way that we would say to our friend, oh, you need to take a rest. Say that to yourself. Picture yourself as your friend. You know, when you're talking down on yourself, when you're saying something negative about your body or your personality or your grades or your job performance or whatever, you're going to go, don't be so hard on yourself. Like you are amazing at blah, 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 blah. We're going to start to talk to ourselves that way because we deserve it. Okay. Would you encourage your best friend to make this choice? And lastly, this is a big one. Who am I trying to please by making this choice? Who am I trying to please? If it's not you, then it doesn't matter. If, it does, if it's not you, if it's not you, then And I will say the only, the only teeny tiny little thing I will have to say about this is do not try to please your parents, you know, don't try to please your family. If you have a partner <laughs> that you have a long-term plan with and you want to do things together or you are married or, you know, something where it's like committed, 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 I would say that you obviously have some sort of responsibility to make a choice that aligns with them. Of course, I would do that with my partner, but if do not apply this to you if you've been dating some guy for like three months, okay? Dead ass. Like, this isn't for you, bitch, okay? This is for anybody who's been with someone for like a little while and it's like, you know, you really know that you have a full future together. That's like, that's the plan. Um, and I would still say, mm, sometimes there's some exceptions to that, but generally, you know, keep it in context. And of course, if you have kids as well, then... They are your responsibility, so you have to consider them. You made that choice. (laughs) Um, But otherwise, who are you pleasing? If it's people on social media, boo, don't do it. Don't, no, don't worry about it. Who gives a fuck? You know, it's literally all bullshit. It's all online. It's just like little pixels on your phone. Like, why are you stressing? Don't stress. Um, If you're trying to please your parents, you're never going to do that, so just don't worry about that one. They're always going to love you, you know, even if you do things that disappoint them or you don't follow, like me, (laughs) the religion that they brought you up in, right? I can relate, guys. I'm not just saying shit to say shit. This is real. (laughs) All right? Like, 
even if you let them down in certain ways, it's not, you're never going to really let them down. You need to make decisions for you. You need to please yourself because you have to deal with yourself forever. You have to live with yourself forever. So make choices that serve you and that support you and make you feel like you are living the life that you want to be living and that are bringing you closer to being the better version that you want to be of yourself because you deserve it. You deserve to be poured into. You deserve to spend time on yourself and you deserve to treat yourself with respect and love yourself enough to make decisions that are going to fuel you for a full life and a life that makes you feel good. So that is today's episode. That's it. That's all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope that you have made a decision. (laughs) No, if you are struggling to make a big decision right now, then I wish you luck. I really do. Um, And I just encourage you to think about those questions and maybe even sit down and you can journal any one of those questions. I think I just gave you like almost 10 questions there. If you can go back just 10 minutes or so, listen through, write them down and actually reflect on them because if this has been if this is a resource that you've been needing, if you've been struggling with this thing for a long time, you might as well. If you've tried everything else, if this has stressed you out, if it's made you anxious, you anxious, hello, you might as well go and do that. So go ahead, let me know if that helps you. Let me know if you want to chat more about any of this. Again, I answer all my DMs. I'm around. I'm here for you, bestie. I got you. Alyssa Taylor Harper. That's my TikTok, Instagram. That's it. If you don't already follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, then please go ahead and do that because that does help me. And it also helps other people to find the podcast. And that's it, guys. Um, We've got a Facebook group called the She Said What Podcast Group. So come join us over there for some fun chats and hangs. And that's it. I hope you have a lovely day and I'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. (laughs)